Welcome to the seventh episode of J3G. We have a lot to discuss as the divisional rounds come to a close and the conference championship games are set. But first, I myself would like to get something off of my chest. <clears throat> Drew Brees, it is so sad to see you go. Can't we just watch you throw five more picks and not make it to the Super Bowl? Michael Thomas, zero catches in a playoff game? You better perform before you speak as if you're above thy name. Face it, New Orleans sold their soul for a championship. Them LSU Tigers, what a trip. 95 mil over the cap, those silly Saints fell into the Super Bowl run trap. Where does New Orleans go from here? I'm not too sure, but I damn sure know they won't be anywhere near the Super Bowl next year. And with that, we're going to get into the Saints Ooh. versus Bucks recap. Uh, if you can't already tell, I for one, <laughs> I'm very excited that the Saints are out of the playoffs. Uh, I didn't think they really were going to make a really big run anyways. Actually, no. You know what? I actually said they were going to go to the Super Bowl. I would say, yeah. But I only, I only said that because, you know, I have the stigma that, you know, I am a jinx for everything. So I knew maybe as soon as I said that they were going to make a run for the Super Bowl, <laughs> they were just going to lose, and it happened. So I'm very excited uh, that Tom Brady beat the Saints, as uh, ironic as that may be, based on what had happened a few years ago. But the Saints are out. That's all that matters. We we can get right into it, you know. It was it was shocking. I said it was going to be hard to beat them three times. It's it's hard to beat a divisional team three times, especially, you know, the offense finally got rolling. Yeah, they didn't move the ball too well. The defense really helped out. The defense stepped up a lot more than I'm sure any of us thought they right. would. Right. You know. Um. But, but I I just I said I I called the Bucks last week. I said they were going to win, and. Both of you guys picked the Saints. With good reason. With good reason. I can't I can't pick the Saints. What reason? Well I can't Okay, I can't pick I can't pick the me, Saints. What, what you mean what reason? And make it sound like that I'm not confident in them. Because if that happens, then they're probably gonna win based on my jinx. That's that's it. I wanted the Saints to lose the entire time. So you're So you're saying it was all part oh, of the yeah, plan? For sure. And I, I can't let our audience know that. I mean, it can't be fake, or it can't come off as fake, but now it can because they're out. <laughs> Look. I picked the Saints because I didn't expect Drew Brees to go stink in there up the joint. and wet the bed. I didn't expect him to throw with three. I didn't expect him to throw with three interceptions. I didn't expect him to throw for 19, 19 for 34. Like, I didn't expect. Possibly his last throw of his Drew career Brees, is like, an interception. It was a pick, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's possible. I think he's done. No one, no one expected yeah. I, I don't think no one expected that. He had a QBR even, of 39. Like, no one, no one going I in. I know even the Drew commentary at one point bad, towards um, the later part of the fourth quarter where the Saints needed to start throwing the ball downfield, even the commentators are questioning if Drew Brees could get the ball downfield or if they needed to bring in Jameis to right. throw the ball. 
Speaking yeah. of James, you know, shout out to that dime he threw. If he's not, if his he's first not touchdown future, as a Saint against his old team, if he's not their future, he? they're in trouble. I would love for James to, you know, get another chance at a starting job. He got a year to sit. Yeah, I mean, take some time off. You know, learn behind. Even though, yeah, he might not have played like the old Drew Brees. He at least got to learn from him, pick his brain a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm a big Jameis guy. Um, yeah. Same. So, regardless, of whatever happens with him, I'll root for him. Um, I'm glad Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill didn't throw that touchdown though. Taysom Hill didn't even play; he I was know, out. But just saying, anyways. With his knee. <laughs> anyways, um, I mean, but with even with four turnovers. Yeah, yeah neither neither offense points. really played like, great, but. Yeah. You know, the defense makes a difference, apparently. And right. especially when a defense outperforms what everybody oh, thought they for could sure. outperform. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, Mike, Mike Evans had one catch. Rob Garcon. Scotty had Miller had that, catch. Cl- Scotty yeah, Miller. that clutch catch. Scotty Miller came yeah, in when Evans he needed to. Mike had a catch when he counted, though. Yeah, he, he clutched he up when he needed to because AB He did got, catch a touchdown. Down. Right. Uh, Michael he Thomas, zero catches. But, I yeah. mean, that's. You know, God would drop a touchdown at that. Like two, yeah. three balls. Like, that touchdown in the back of the end zone. Yeah, he dropped a touchdown too. Like He would have been a touchdown, but he drug his feet as he uh, dropped the ball. That would have been a really nice, really nice catch for him. Scotty Miller would have called it. Like, like Brady would have had about yeah. 275 throwing if – Chris Godwin would have caught those two balls. Don't don't forget Leonard Fournette dropped some passes. Yeah, Malcolm Jenkins had that Grunt great play at the, two in the passes, at the goal line like, too to break up another to break up a touchdown at that. I think overall. Oh oh yeah. No, no, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about I'm talking about drop passes from the receivers. Sloppy on both ends. Um, yeah. Even yeah, though Brady didn't yes. have any turnovers, like they it just I don't want to say it was like out of sync, but it seemed like they were trying to do different things. Uh, than they did, you know, when they played them in the regular season. And what I mean, they well, had what, to. Well, right. The well, what I mean by that is, it didn't look like the normal Bucks offense that we see that is just constantly putting up points. Now I don't know if that's because they changed what you know what they were going to bring out to the game that day, or if it was just New Orleans defense being New Orleans defense and playing as good as they usually have been. That. Yeah, I mean Cam Cam Jordan was real quiet. That offense, that him, offensive so game, the offensive line looked more better. like a Brady led offense than a Bruce Arians led offense. Like, yeah, they took shots downfield, but it wasn't like every drive they were taking a shot downfield. It was more so along the lines of you know, yeah, throw the ball downfield when pick your spots, throw the ball downfield when you need to. But you know, we're we're cool with taking the five yards it, it looked like a very brady led offense yeah I, <clears throat> which i think was the the problem earlier in the, the year bruce arian wanted him to just yeah 40, bombs 40, away three like years old throw, you can't like, rely on a 43 year old quarterback to throw the ball 50 50 yards down the field 10 15 times a game nah. yeah not even that. It was just so predictable. Like, like <laughs> throw downfield. You play yeah, the Bucks. Right. You already know they about to like a go offense. deep. Like it was predictable. The, I mean, yeah. even on the the Saints side, I think they're really they're trying to get Kamara involved a lot 
they, I mean, they gave him the ball 18 times. He had 85 carries. But Kamara, I'm sorry, 85 yards. Kamara gets his bread and butter yards, yards. through the checkdowns and the receiving. And he only had 20 yards receiving. So they did a really good job, or the Bucks did a really good job of shutting down Kamara, not letting him be what he should have been in that yeah. game. And said, we got the Traquan Smith show. And that was about it. That was about it. But I mean, I mean, I mean, he had two touchdowns. Yeah, what else that did he one really deep catch? pass, right? He had, two, oh, he had yeah, the touchdown was, from uh, Jameis. Oh, he had two touchdowns. And then um, he had, yeah. But for for the for the yeah, Bucks, Devin White had, made a, a big difference, bro. He had. Yeah, I was to say he had ten tackles. He was all over the field to seal the had game. The basically, had one interception. Like. Him, yeah, him playing was definitely a difference maker. Like, the man was causing havoc. He was everywhere. He was a, just he's a perfect player to uh, stuff, guard so. Kamara out the backfield because he's he's fast enough to keep up with him. You know, he's literally a younger version of I would of say Deion him Jones. and Deion Jones are identical. He's literally just a younger version. He might be faster. He, he definitely could be. I think it's pretty funny that um, both both linebackers went to LSU – both linebackers from Louisiana, and both linebackers wore the number forty-five, and they also have interceptions and the Superdome together. Yeah. It's a coincidence, maybe I don't know. Do it, do what yeah. you want with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Bucks defense definitely stepped up. Um, was it Carl oh. Carlton Davis played a really good game, uh, completely just shutting down Michael Thomas. It's it is crazy. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, I remember before the year, I was saying Michael Thomas. They need to, they need to strip his ninety nine overall. I was vouching for him, man. Eighty four. <sighs> I'll give him an eighty four. <laughs> yeah, that was. I I, I loved. Was, the, I really had him. Top I loved three. all and that man. This slander showed me he is last not. night after that game, especially especially from other pros because <laughs> everyone knows Mike Thomas is a crybaby on Twitter. The dude cried about everything. I feel like EA gave him the 99 because he would have cried if he didn't get it. So they kind of just fell under his wing for that. I think EA gave him the 99 because he had 150 catches last year. I don't give year. a shit about that. Um, Carlton he he broke Carl- the single season record for catches. Slants. That's it. Slants. It's a catch, right? Um, Carlton Davis, he – okay. He, he tweeted, uh, where you going, slant boy, in terms of uh, Michael Thomas. Because um, <laughs> Michael Thomas had tweeted something out. Oh, God, was it Michael Thomas? There was a tweet that was sent out. I want to say it was last year um, talking about, you know, like the Bucks aren't anywhere, something like that. And it was just kind of like a turning of the tides this year where they were they kept that in their archives and they brought it back up and just used it to shit on the Saints. He has to do something like that's that's ridiculous, bro. You one of the best in the game, and you get minimized to that to zero catches. Like damn, <laughs> like like as a star, you should be able to reach this different level than these other receivers. Like you're you're a superstar in this league. No, especially Carson Davis. I don't even know who Carson Davis is to be honest with you. 
Like, Carlton Davis shouldn't minimize you that. Minimize you to zero catches? Like, yeah, I, he he's out of my top three. Out of my top five, probably. Like, Dang. Nah. Not a fan right now. I say, yeah, you you kicked him out of heaven. That man took the fall like, like Lucifer on that one. Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs. Oh, Diggs for sure. Um, yeah, Diggs is who. What's, what's some yeah, more? Yeah. Um, Diggs for sure. AJ Brown, DK Metcalf. Like I read it, it's, it's probably ten other Calvin receivers Ridley's right now. Michael Thomas. Cal- oh, I forgot about Calvin Ridley. I mean, if Jeez, you base um, it on just Jefferson. this year, then I'll say sure. I mean, that's what everyone does. I mean, I exactly, mean, but there's a, there's a reason. That man set like every receiving. Almost every receiving record you can since he's okay, been in but, the league. Because nobody was saying okay, Devontae Adams. What have Adams, you done for me lately? Nobody was saying Devontae Adams was the number one receiver coming into this year. It was either no, no, yeah, I agree. It was either D Hop, Michael Thomas, or Julio Jones. Or Julio. And it it was yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, that's the. Yeah, that's so the. You're uh, gonna go off your your 2020, 2021. Yeah, yeah. Stats. If you're gonna go off, if you're gonna <laughs> go off this year, year, then yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, I agree. Yeah, I'm talking about for the coming up year. He's not in my top five. No, I, I, I completely agree. Completely agree. Uh-huh. They yeah. they cut off his slants and he couldn't do anything. <laughs> I mean, he's also playing with a quarterback with a a noodle for an arm at this point. Mm, but a slant is not that hard to throw. I mean, it's facts. He's still can get a ball. It's not like he's <laughs> Randy Moss. <laughs> no, it's no, not like he's no, I agree. Outs. I agree. I yeah, agree. He... Segwaying to the next topic. Playoff Lamar is over again. Um, I feel there were a lot of a lot of people out there that were thinking that Baltimore would actually walk out and win this game. Lamar was going to go absolutely crazy because Buffalo doesn't defend well against the rush. But they they completely took him away. They looked lost yes. on yes. on offense. They looked very bad. And, I mean, the defense kept him in for a long time. This was an extremely boring game, in my opinion, until, <laughs> you know, Stephon Diggs scored the first touchdown. But, I mean, it didn't live up to what, I guess, us as an audience was expecting because, you know, we were thinking this was going to be, okay, you have Josh Allen, who has a huge arm, who can also run the ball. They're going to put up points. And you have, okay, Baltimore, they are – all they do is run the ball down your throat, and they do it effectively. They're also going to put up points, and we yeah. got the complete opposite. I literally said last week, I said if the Ravens couldn't fix their throwing, they were going to struggle. That's almost my exact words of what I said. They have to fix the throwing because Buffalo's defense, is, Buffalo's defense isn't Tennessee. They're not going to allow that. They're going to make you one-dimensional. It's going to be an easy day. Now, like you said, the defense definitely kept them in it for, you know, when did the first touchdown come? You Late first, early second? No, that first touchdown didn't come until uh, third quarter, right? Third quarter. Oh, really? And then it, was like a, it, it was like a yeah. Stephon Diggs so, bubble. So, you know, it's the game kind of went how I thought it was. If, if Lamar doesn't improve as a passer, that's how – the games against the better teams are going to go. The better defenses, I should say. But but is it Lamar? I feel like or is Lamar, it that like the way it looked, scheme? is that Lamar was not getting any help. Yeah, I mean, like they were rattled <laughs> so bad. Uh, I remember there was one drive in. I want to say it was the second quarter, 
Baltimore had the ball. They were in their own territory. And there were like two or three false starts in a row that pushed Baltimore back inside their own 10-yard line. Like, they just kept going or get, kept having false starts. And that came, I believe, after a holding penalty in which I think Lamar had like a 30-yard rush or something like that. They Anytime they actually had a big run, it was brought back to holding. Whether if it yeah. was Lamar running or if it was Dobbins, whoever it was, there was something that was holding them back, and it was always some kind of penalty for some useless – like there was no reason these guys are being held because they're not even near – they weren't even going to touch Lamar, you know, when he had taken off. So, I mean, they just ill-prepared is what it looked like to me. Yeah, to me, he, he doesn't have the weapons. I mean, other than Hollywood Brown, receiving-wise, like I mean, receivers. They got, they got good tight ends. Uh, like you said, Hollywood Brown is really the only. <laughs> Mark Mark Andrews only had 28 yards. Like, Willie Sneed, 5 for 25. I mean, yeah, but Lamar, only like, he only completed 58% of his passes. Still, he attempted 24. Like, even Tyler Huntley came in and threw 13 passes. Like, they was throwing the ball. Yeah, Tyler Huntley completed 60 yards at that point. He had 60 yards. They throwing the ball, but he doesn't have the weapons. You think Willie Sneed's a top receiver? No. No, not at all. Okay. But they got speed. But that's the way they – receiver, Miles Boykin? Probably. He only had 20 yards. Yeah, I don't – probably. I would say I don't – Yes, some of it is on the receivers, but some of it's also on Lamar. Yeah, you, he needs to help. Like you see, I agree, I agree. But if he got you, Hollywood, he needs another, at least a tier two receiver. Now, but, I, I do think Baltimore goes receiver in this draft. Yeah, and they're going to they, be able. Yeah, to, they they're going to be able to get a receiver. good one. They still yeah, need they, to work on his mechanics. Is what it is. Like if you look, like even if they try to, like um, somebody was saying, I think. I think it was Pat McAfee, as a matter of fact, said, you know, when you watch teams like the Chiefs draw up schemes, you need – they have plays called why to get Mahomes every, in Why does everyone bring up the Chiefs, bruh? No, no, the he's just saying – he's saying in general, like, like every team has plays to get your quarterback into a rhythm. You get him some easy throws, whether it be like a screen or, you know, a slant route, something to get him in the rhythm. And if you look at Lamar, there's a lot of times where even like the screen passes he throws are – would be considered inaccurate. You know, they're not. I mean, how many times are those screens covered? Like, defense alignment are smart. They drop back. They see the screen coming. Like, how many of those screens are covered? I don't watch every Baltimore game, so I'm asking. So, I don't know. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm just talking about based off off of what I watch. Yes, he needs help at receiver. Yes, sometimes it's the receiver's fault. But at the same time, you know, it's on the quarterback too. If if the quarterback's not making a bad throw, like yeah, we might see a drop, but they're counting drops as if it hits your dude in the hands and it and it falls, it could be a, a tip off the finger. They're gonna count it. I don't I don't see. If Lamar gets more weapons and he produces like this, then I will place majority of the blame on him. But to me right now is. To me, he has no it's, no help really. But my th- it's the same, literally the same weapons he had last year, and he was fine for the most part. I mean, they actually not I mean, minus really. Mark Ingram. Not really what? What was, other receivers I'm minus did he Mark have? Ingram. I'm not saying that he had a different team. I'm just saying that, like, I mean, he had pretty much the same outcome as far as when he went to their – In the playoffs. Like, besides, see, the one, I'm not just, besides the one loss. I'm not I'm sorry, talking about strictly playoffs. Year. I'm talking about his throwing in general. 
Like if you're if you're throwing is a is an issue in the regular season, yes, your throwing is going to be an issue come playoff time. Maybe we, I don't know. Maybe because I don't know a lot about throwing, but to me, his throwing looked fine. <laughs> maybe I don't know, bro. Maybe because I'm not a quarterback or I don't really analyze quarterbacks. But to me, his I don't see anything wrong with his throwing. Someone I know that can't throw. Well, I hate his throwing mechanics is Phillip Rivers. Like to me, that's just disgusting. Yeah. But when I look at Lamar, I don't see a. It's erratic. It's erratic. Like he he improved throwing this year. He did improve, but it's a thing of like. Like, Josh Allen would be a perfect example to follow how Josh Allen, like, when he, his first year, he struggled throwing the ball. Not throwing the ball, but being accurate with the ball. You know what I mean? But every year he increased, you know, his threat from the pocket. If Lamar Jackson can increase same, his... Same with Lamar. Lamar has, I believe, the the biggest, um, what's going to call it? Jump. Uh, pass completion, yeah, jump from his rookie year to now. And that's facts. You can look at that stat. Is that is it better than Josh Allen's? No, I'm not saying he has a better passing completion. I'm saying he from Josh his Allen rookie has year helped. to now. Yeah, from his rookie year to now, he has the has the most improved pass completion, something like that. So you're saying his completion percentage jumped the highest from rookie year to now? Yeah, from wherever he was to now, yes. How are you going to say the MVP has to improve his passing? That's what I'm How am I going to say that? Yeah. It helps when you can it helps when you a quarterback and you rush for 1000 yards in how many touchdowns he had? He broke he broke the record for rushing yards and touchdowns as a quarterback he had too. Got 1000 yards again this year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it helps. It helps yeah. for sure. That's what I'm saying like if he can if he can steadily improve like yeah, if he improved from th- from last year to this year, that's great. If he can do it again next year, that's even better. If he can constantly make it to where like people people have to start dedicating more people in coverage because his throwing is that lethal, imagine how much better that Ravens team is going to be. I, man, I just say give him at least one more weapon, bro, and and then I can I can really analyze Lamar Jackson. You see what happened when they gave Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs. That changed that whole organization around. Like I'm just saying, give my man at least one more weapon, and then we can see. But right now, it no, bro. Sneed, Sneed. <laughs> Hollywood I Brown just, is the man. I don't know. I love I Hollywood Brown, but Sneed. Come on, man. Uh, like you Sneed, said, it might like be. It might three, be a tier three. It might. It might. Like you said, it might be the offense in general because maybe the NFL caught up to the offense after. You know, a year, you know, it takes the NFL a little bit of time to catch up to what kind of offense they try to run. Oh, for sure. And that would be on the coaches at that point because you need to that's what I'm, that's why I asked help him out, help him out, do something with. But, you know, it's the the same offensive scheme they're running when they got hot this year. Yeah. When For but... that six that six week stretch when they when they were hot and they seemed on top, it was literally the same scheme that they were running against the Bills come playoff time. Uh, against the Titans last week. I think that game being canceled this year against the Bills, that that kind of messed them up. I think they would have played the Bills. You think it – I think Yeah, I think if they would have played the Bills this year, they would have seen that defense, like, seen what they're working with and stuff like that and probably would have adjusted come playoff time if they would have played again in the playoff in, – um, in the playoffs. But 
them not seeing each other this year, that type of defense, I, I think it, it hindered the Ravens for sure. I mean, I just think I just think the Bills Shout out to COVID. are. <laughs> I just think the Bills are a good defensive team in general. I think obviously oh, yeah. we, we, you, you, I'll say we watched the game at the house. Yeah, you know, we seen was, Edmonds bored, was man. flying over around the field. Yeah, he had it's, a good game. You know, they. Yeah, and it's easy. It's easy to run defense when you can have seven in the box, eight in the box, like, like. They so know. yeah, but that's the thing. They're always going to be a run first team. They're always going to be a run first team because until you know, in a game, say say Lamar does dot you up two, three, two, three, four times in a game, right? They uh-huh. can't dedicate those people to the box because that throwing is going to be a threat at that point. And then yeah. what is that? That opens up the run lane. Obviously, we've seen he's fantastic off you know the play action because he's a threat to he he has a cannon. He's I, a threat to run and throw at that point. He did miss some um, read option, missed some uh, read option reads when he gave it to the the running back when he should have. He yeah he kept it when he should have stuff like that, but. Yeah, you know, that, I think those are some I think things I noticed. I think that's the NFL too, though, because you know you 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 get these these veterans who see it, you know, because Cam was doing it when he first came in the league. Yeah. You get a lot of these guys who see it, and they start finding ways to kind of like minimize them to disguise it, like act like they're going for the quarterback or act like they're going for the running back, and then just switch off to the quarterback. Yeah, you know, it's it's what these guys get paid to do. It's it's hard to be. You can be the best athlete on the field in the NFL, but once you get to the NFL, that gap is being the best athlete closes because you're out there with other phenomenal athletes at that point. Yeah. So. I just hate, just hate, just hate to see him lose again in the playoffs, man. It's, I mean, like I said, man. I think I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be fine personally. It's just if he, like I said, if he keeps making that improvement, he's gonna be fine. Yeah. The the only issue Shuffle they'll run show. into is the fact that. They're gonna have to play the Chiefs and the Bills in the playoffs and stuff like that because obviously the Bills are getting better. The Chiefs have Mahomes for the next ten years as long as he's not punch drunk, as you called it. <laughs> you know. Mahomes definitely look punch drunk. Uh, speaking of Mahomes being punch drunk, um, <laughs> anything is possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> God, Lord, oh, Lord. It's, bro, it's funny. As soon as, as soon as he came in the game, that was the first thing I said. Q was like, Q was like, oh, they got a chance. Are, you're an alcoholic. <laughs> Man, but Chiefs, l- listen, I, I love the Chiefs in the playoffs. They're so fun to watch. I don't. But the Browns, <laughs> that was the Browns game to win. I don't know why you punt the ball. On what you should have known was probably going to be your last possession of the fourth I mean, quarter. Patrick Mahomes in the game, I'm going for it. With Chad Henney in the game, though, you're you're thinking your defense can get a stop on that. Nah. Then they get the pick they still have, when they punt it. They still have too many, too many weapons on that offense to not even make Chad yeah. Henney an issue. Yeah, but I'm what did saying. what did those we- those weapons minus Kelsey, you know? And look who, Tyree look Hill who, really didn't do who, anything. Look who minus the last play. I'm talking about when Chad Henney came in. But look who oh, look who ended yeah. up winning the game for him, Chad Henney. Chad Henney, that's what I'm saying. But if you're a defense coordinator or if you're a head coach and you're not going to take your chances punting the ball away to Chad Henney. No, Tyreek Hill caught that, that pass from Chad Henney. I that's would have yeah, 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 yeah. challenged. I would have rather 
actually went for it, hopefully got it, scored, and then wanted my defense to actually have all the momentum and try to stop Chad Henney on a game-winning drive. I would rather that. I don't know, man. If if so Mahomes can, was in can the we talk game. about that uh that hit it from uh Swarson? That was definitely targeted. Oh, on the dive? Kinda kinda yeah, one targeted. Kinda now, do you think, game too. Do you think that what actually think it? would affected the game? I mean it would have been, been a touchdown. Yeah. I would say. Of course that was targeted to the umpteenth degree. <laughs> you <laughs> that was literally what they meant in the, the rule book. Yeah. You lead with the head to initiate contact. That is targeted. My man didn't even try to rap. He went head first into his arms. Where's Where's DB at? Because Because you know he's gonna argue with us. Right. He pull up the clip. He went <laughs> yeah. head first into Rashad Higgins. Oh, he just rammed his arms, bro. Like, yeah. That's That's targeting. Maybe Maybe because he didn't hit his head. That's why they didn't call you, it. I don't know. But if it's funny because when you look at it, you know them not scoring a touchdown right there. They ended up losing by eight. I'm not saying they get the two point conversion later in the game, but now they lost by five. Was it five? Yeah, seventeen twenty two. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, because they, they, they kicked the field goal. They kicked the field goal. Yeah, yeah, they just needed. Yep, to score. you're right. And That's on me. So the Browns were just being the Browns. The Browns were just being the Browns. <laughs> but if anything, honestly, I think that kind of gives actually give Browns fans hope. Not the fact that they lost the game, but the fact that first year under a new head coach, Baker made strides as a quarterback. Obviously, we know what Nick Chubb is about now. You know, yeah. and they get if they get Odell back next year, if they can, you know, not force feed him the ball and have him just kind of integrate himself back into the offense. I I think they're going to be fine. I don't know. Man. I, I said this on Twitter, bro. Odell's too high maintenance. He's a diva. Like, he's no Odell wants to win a thousand percent. Yeah. I believe everything he says he wants to win. But because it's Odell, you're you're going to want to. Give him the ball. Throw him the ball. Like you, you want to make your a superstar like that happy. Yeah, because to stay on the team. Like I don't, I don't. The way they're striving, I, I don't know if I'll keep him on the team. To be honest with you, they got Jarvis, they got Rashard Higgins, Joku, Hooper. They, they got DPJ. They got like, a they lot got of weapons. talent. Yeah. Yeah, like Odell, great guy, great player, team player. I, I love Odell to death, man. But I don't think the Browns is his fit either. Um, yeah, AJ. do you think he actually gets moved this off season? Maybe, maybe they, yeah, like Thomas said, try to integrate him back into the offense and see how it go- does. But so you think probably trade him mid season? If yeah, I think you give him a couple yeah. weeks. You know, maybe yeah. till week four to see how he comes back. But if yeah. you're if you're the Browns, you know what's the if you are going to trade him, what's the asking price? It's mm. not a first round pick. So yeah, yeah, not a first round second pick. or third now. Coming, coming off of you might get a third you know, or a fourth. An ACL. What's this? Two, two, two season-ending uh, injuries in a row. Uh, I, in I don't row. know if it's in a row. I know he had the one with the Giants. I, I believe he got hurt last year. So too. you know, at this point, I you're feel like he's going been hurt the... every single season he's played. <laughs> yeah, yeah, going on a wide receiver <laughs> with, and it's all lower body injuries is a thing. Yeah. Knee, yeah. which you need to cut, an ankle, which you need to, you know, cut and run routes. Not everybody's yeah, built man. like Adrian Peterson. <laughs> I mean, especially wide receivers. Even the mm-hmm. most strongest receivers get hurt. So yeah, I mean, it's just inevitable. 
Yeah. yeah. Especially a, a agile receiver like that. He needs his mobility. Yeah, because he's not somebody who's going like to outmuscle that. you. Right. Yeah. He, he's all about separation. So. I mean, even even when he did play last year, he was barely involved. So it yeah, I, I, it just almost feels like, I mean, is he going to even be worth the risk of having him on your team? Like, is he going to be the same dude that he was three or four years ago, where he was I mean, the, oh, the star sure. of the he, show and everything? Like, he might not. He still definitely have, can be. You think he'll still have that, uh, like that swagger about him and. He'll just be the same exact Odell. playmaker coming back. Odell always going to have swag. It's, I don't know if he's going to be the guy that he <laughs> was the with the Giants. But he, he can go somewhere and help somebody for sure because, you know, no matter what, you're going to have to dedicate somebody to him. And you know who needs that help? The Rams. Let's talk about it. Oh, my God. The Rams. They need a quarterback. <laughs> I see. I got an update today saying uh, Sean McVay and Jared Goff, apparently their marriage is not. Oh, they need marriage counseling. Yeah, yeah, it's not going the best, man. Man, I feel like that'll be some great all season really, moves, man. Really think for Deshaun Rams, Watson. I think the Rams were in position to actually win this game multiple times, and they just blew it both <laughs> times. Like Green Bay's defense should not have been as dominant as they were, despite Cam Akers had a great game again. Okay, but yeah, Green Bay's defense is not known for being. A playoff caliber defense. No, no, no. They're, Green Bay's always had the same type of defense. When they get out, you remember how the Colts used to play defense with Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis? Like, yeah. they would get out ahead and then they could just send pass rushing at you? Yeah. That's how I, the Colts have been, just without like, the names. I felt like Jared Goff was on his back every single drive. And what was it? Uh, Christian Kirksey? <laughs> Dude was in the backfield almost every single play. Yeah. Un, like, unreal. Um, uh yeah. The number one prop bet going into this weekend for every single player on every team was Jared Goff over like 215 passing yards. And I don't even think he got mm. close. Yeah, he had 174. Oh, yeah. Now, is he still playing with the the broken thumb or whatever he was playing with? I think he was. So, I mean, he was the only quarterback they had on their roster, I think. Yeah. So, you know, I, how I want to put blame on him but at the same time you know the man's trying his best out there especially if it's on his throwing <laughs> hand at that he's doing everything he can for you at that point but he's been boo boo like it's not like he just had a bad game it was like oh man no jared goff been i mean yeah well you, like, you've been saying for how long now that they need a quarterback he's been off since the super bowl run yeah yeah and he he, yeah, he they, shows flashes but it's not. Uh, he shows flashes it's back to that season. You're like, man, maybe Jared Goff is going <laughs> to get it going right here. Same with Trubisky. And then, and then the next week you're like, oh no, that's why they're not yeah. picking up his option. <laughs> they can get Deshaun Watson. The Rams? That ain't happening. Why not? You think they have enough to give up for him? Sure they have they so do. many stars on that team already. They have Jared Goff. They they can trade somebody. <laughs> They're gonna need like the Houston needs help. They're gonna be asking for a lot more. Yeah, if, that's I mean, even if they do get rid have of Watson. To, Watson's not even returning right. their calls. Yeah, he he doesn't want to be there, bro. You know what's gonna happen if they don't trade him? He's just gonna hold out and not play. Yeah, One way I or mean, another, that man is getting out. He's gonna get out of there. Bro. We we seen it happen in in Detroit twice. <laughs> I mean, I. 
the latest I saw was the Panthers would be in the mix for the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. It was like the Jets, the Dolphins, which the ones oh, that we mainly knew about. Oh, God, please don't. I don't need him in the AFC East. But uh, the one that emerged was Watson. But they were thinking Watson would have emerged if Fields didn't declare for the draft, which he did this after earlier this, this afternoon. afternoon. Yeah. So I think the Panthers are going to hone in on Fields, to be honest with you. I mean, where are the Panthers picking at, though? Fifth, I believe. Because so, mm. Atlanta picks at what, four? Four. Are, are we thinking Fields is going to actually fall to five? Are you taking? Nah. Are you really taking Zach Wilson over Fields if you're a team? Um, I think Falcons going to take. I, I told them in the group. I told them in the group chat today that the Jags. Urban Meyer is going to take Justin Fields. I highly doubt that. Urban Meyer already <laughs> no. said he's not committed to Trevor Lawrence. Well, I mean, he's not going to say he's committed to someone right off the bat. The dude literally just got hired. <laughs> yeah, but if you look at all the stuff you've been saying about Trevor Lawrence during his college uh, college career, Urban Meyer is very fond of him. Like, Yeah, especially in him having Ryan Day. Ryan Day is gonna, you know, gonna put that word into him. Watch it, watch it be some off the wall shit, and he takes like Trey Lance first pick. <laughs> he's gonna take Zach Wilson number one. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be Trevor Lawrence, man. I really think I, it's gonna be Lawrence. There's like no doubt about it. Part of me, you know, I want Trevor Lawrence to work out, but the hater in me for for our friend does not want it to work out. With all my heart, I kind of hope he ends up. With Ryan Leaf, just so I could see Jaybird suffer a little bit, a little bit see, longer. See, I, I don't wish that. Oh, I don't wow. wish that on anybody. <laughs> yeah, That's man, messed up, bro. <laughs> I just want to see him suffer just a little bit longer as a Jags fan. That dude, you need counseling. That dude is a man <laughs> of God, and you're wishing him the absolute he's, worst scenario. You're lying. He's not a man of God. That man, Trevor Lawrence? he's a. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jaybird. No, no. Oh, Trevor Lawrence, yeah, definitely a man of God. Definitely a man of Trevor God. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say what. You know, let him go to the. Let him go to to Houston. Then you know they they love they love God down in Texas. <laughs> God in nah, football. Die there too. God in football. Uh, so with all four games have been discussed now, as far as the predictions for who's actually going to go to the Super Bowl, uh, I really just think if Buffalo, or I'm sorry, if Henny ends up starting, which is extremely it's Buffalo, which is very possible, it's going to be Buffalo in. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's really hard to pick against Brady. Rodgers is a different, a different breed this year. I see. You know, the the funny thing is, is normally this late in the season, you would be talking about the weather, the cold, and at Lambeau Field being a factor. But it's not like Tom Brady's not used to playing in the cold. You know, yeah, I've seen some. But what about those other players? See, I've seen. <laughs> yeah, some... yeah, right. Well, Chris <laughs> Godwin's from Penn State. <laughs> I've seen some people on Twitter like, "Oh, Tom Brady got to go play in the cold in Green Bay." Like, what like he hasn't about, done, dude? like he didn't right. do the it's last like the past twenty years, twenty years, and he played in Michigan, right? Yeah. So you know, he the cold's not going to be a factor for him. Like you said, the cold's going to be a factor for the rest of the guys. Not the not yeah, the big I, boys I just, though, you know. I just look. I just look at the first game they played early in the season and how. The Buccaneers just ran away with it. The Packers had them down 10-0 in the first quarter. Yeah. That I remember those those two picks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rodgers threw back-to-back 
possessions. One went for a pick six. One went down to like the the two three yard line. Like they scored twenty eight points in a quarter on some on some brown stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. right. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure. I don't. The way Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams playing right now, I don't. I don't see them messing up like that. Who, and I think that was Adams' first game back too. Let me ask so, you, who's that's a tough one. Whose career needs it more? Aaron Rodgers. Wait, AJ? Aaron Rodgers or who? Or Brady. Like Oh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Who, who would this mean more to? Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I'm glad you guys said that because I seen one where a guy was talking about Tom Brady needs it more because it's his first season away from the Patriots. I was like. That doesn't mean anything. I was like, you got to nah, be Aaron, Aaron Rodgers only went to one he's Super Bowl. All, that was, he's yeah, already. 11 years ago now. Granted, he did win. Brady's already the, been 11, the 11 best years. player of all time. Yeah, his, his already legacy's already solidified. I don't think yeah. any other quarterback is going to end up having as many rings as he will. At least not in my lifetime. I mean, what else mm, is there to yeah, prove I, that you can do it with another team? Yeah. Sure. I mean, you're already in the NFC Championship. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. As a wild card team. For you know what I I seen a uh, a stat just joking around earlier. They were like, uh. Times Tom Brady's been to the NFC Championship since like '97, and then they compared it to the Cowboys, and obviously the Cowboys haven't been back. They're like, "You're spent in the <laughs> NFC," and they're like, "Tom Brady won, Cowboys, uh, 23, whatever it is from that time." <laughs> yeah, so Cowboys ain't been back to the Super Bowl in 25 years. <laughs> it's been a while, bro. Bro, it's it's nuts so to think that Brady's played in a conference championship. What is this? His 14th time playing in it. I don't mm, even know. He's been in the league for this is twenty first year in the league. Yeah, draft two thousand. So fourteen now, out of twenty one is not half if he bad. Actually, if he actually goes to the Super Bowl and wins this year, do you think he's calling it there? I don't I know, know, bro, because he said he wants to play till forty five, and at this point, who he didn't look bad this year. No, I mean he he's still throwing the rock better than some yeah. younger superstars like. I don't know. I think I think if they if they win this year, I think his wife tries to get him to call it quits. <laughs> like well, at that point, what else? What else do you have? You have you don't have anything to prove going into this season. He could have called it a career at the end of last season, but he didn't want to go out with his last throw being an interception. Right. Yeah. And same same thing, bro. He had no help on that team either, yeah. man. And it make it's got to make you think atrocious. of how how good was he. It makes you think when you see what the Pats did this year without him. That that's got to be a testament to how good Brady was, and that he's probably having a field day down there now with AB right. and Mike Evans and Godwin and all them guys. Yeah, that man's like a kid in a candy shop right now. Right, I'm you just gotta get these quarterbacks two weapons on the outside, right. bro. That's, that's all. It. That's all. And if they can't flourish with that, then they're the problem. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, that quarterback will take off. Yeah, unless I'm saying Dante, Dante Culpepper had Randy Moss, uh, Chris Carter. He had some greats. Look at Dante Culpepper, He's a phenomenal player. What would you say? His check, his checkdown was what? His checkdown. Dante Culpepper told when he went to the Dolphins, he told them that his checkdown was to throw the ball as far as he can because he knew he couldn't outthrow Randy Moss. That's his checkdown, bro. <laughs> Not to a running back. He just launched a drink sixty yards because Randy Moss gonna get it. That's crazy. <laughs> so as far as the predictions, 
Um, I'm going to say Buffalo versus Tampa Bay. Um, I can't pick against Brady. I can't do it. If it's proven me time and time again, why I don't <laughs> pick against gonna Brady. Right. <laughs> think about don't, that. Yo, if, don't bet against the Patriots when Brady was there. And you don't just bet against that Brady, is true. period. If, um, how do you think the Bills are going to feel if they win, get to the Super Bowl, and then Tampa goes to the Super Bowl, and they still got to play Tom Brady? <laughs> like what is it? Tom Brady's like twenty twenty and three in his career against uh Buffalo, Buffalo or something like that. Jeez. I mean Josh Allen's a gamer, so I feel like he would welcome either one. I, I don't but... think I don't think that's the point. I'm thinking that's not what I'm talking about. Like I'm sure they'll still be down to play as the Super Bowl, but the fact that if you're Buffalo's coaching at least a defensive coordinator, you gotta think like, Oh yeah, we finally got rid of this guy and then Super Bowl weekend comes around and you're like we thought we got rid of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> now, now you're gonna see, now you got a shot at seeing Cycle Tom, and that's what I'm really looking forward to. I want to see Cycle Tom come out to come out to the NFC Championship. Right. Uh, head headbutt so, some linemen. The Packers and Bucks. Um, I don't see. But what was that that corner that locked up uh, Michael Thomas? I forgot his name Carlton already. Davis. Oh, Carlton Davis. He's not I don't doing see, that to Adams. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't see him locking up Devontae Adams like now, that. Who, but also, I don't trust Green Bay's defense enough to, to cover all those weapons. Yeah, I was going to say, because I mean, you only got one corner. I mean, Kevin King's straight, too. Oh, I, for, I did forget about him, but he's, he's not, he's not Jair Alexander, though. Yeah, and they got Alexander, and do they still got Amos? I don't even know. I don't even know either, but uh, the Packers' defense always been a little suspect. So, I'm, I'm going to go Tampa in a close game. I th- and then Chiefs and Bills. Uh, ah, I'm, I'm gonna go Chiefs, man. I I don't, I don't care if Henny play. Oh, uh, see, you have what? you have a track team, Bruh, You cannot mess that up. That is a Ferrari. So you're saying that any you just gotta put that run that what, offense. Hey Thomas, what gear you gotta put it in to just cruise? I don't know stick shift. But, but it, you know, hey, if you got a five speed, you can toss that bad boy in third gear. You're good to like sixty miles an hour. Hey, you tra- you just you gotta throw that thing in third gear, bro. Just throw it in third gear, bro. You can't mess that up. You can't mess that up. How how you gonna mess that offense up? Chiefs and like I said, I think if Mahomes plays, I'll go. I want to go Chiefs if Mahomes plays, but if it's if it's Henny, I can't. I don't think he's gonna be able to 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 top the Bills. The Bills defense is way better than the Browns defense is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Quarterback makes a difference. <laughs> you know. So I'm 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 gonna say Bills Bills Bucks I mean, just because see, I can't pick against Tommy. Did you see Henny throw that ball like fifty yards over his receiver's head? Yeah, to Carl 50, Joseph. Fifty is uh a little uh Exaggerated, exaggerated, but, yeah. <laughs> like he he threw that. It was a mile. overthrow. I don't know what he was throwing that to. Look, yeah, I don't know if he, he thought Tyree was gonna keep running. He was like, what, what was "I can't outthrow him." <laughs> oh, he lied. He can outthrow him. <laughs> All right, so Chiefs and Bucks. Q Thomas, your Buffalo and Tampa. Buffalo and Tampa. So we're all riding the Bucks. So yeah. I'm Buffalo and Tampa as well. All right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not picking. I'm not picking against Tommy Boy. All right. Well, uh, 
Let's get into some basketball. Uh, really not a lot to talk about with the NBA. Just same old, same old. The only thing is we did have Harden debut with the Nets. And to be honest with you, it's everything that we thought it would be. Just pure dominance in their in their first game at least. Um, they're playing right now and they're at 94-89. But uh, how many points did Harden snap off for? Was it like 40-something? No, Harden. 32? Yeah, Harden had triple double. I'm thinking back to when he had 44 with he Houston when his last like big game. Um, yeah, 32-12-4 uh, and four was Harden's line. 14. And 14. Durant was Durant was 42. That was it. Durant 42. I mean, it's what I wouldn't we thought call it, it would be. Domination, but I mean they only, they only won by seven, so it was just yeah. It was their show. Yeah. It was like their their yeah. reunion game coming back but i mean did you expect anything less i mean um with those two no i think the missing the missing factor is Kyrie Irving that's what everyone's saying we don't know how those three would gel yeah that's the key term those three those two we at least got to see how Kyrie and Katie hell they they got history a very small right sample but you know, you're throwing another yes. ball dominant player into the mix here. Yeah, you know, with 14 assists from James Harden, like he was the point guard, like. And but that bench, that's that's what they're gonna need that help on. I mean, Joe no, Harris had 17 off. coming off. Yeah, the, I think he's a starter. He come yeah. off the bench. I think it's. Oh, he started. Their bench, Sheesh, uh, their bench barely did anything in the same thing. Bruce Brown. I don't know who came like, off the bench. You, but... you didn't need a bench to do much when you had, yeah. you know, three starter score. What is that? 74, 80, <laughs> almost 90 points between yeah. three people? 74. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, TLC I mean, you know how many points he has <laughs> Zero. Oh, <laughs> I mean, in nine minutes played. I mean, they have Jesus. a whole fourth quarter, but mm. yeah. Oh, I say he played yeah, twenty four but... against the Magic. Only had three points, and that defense. I mean, yeah, I'll say he was. My boy Nikola had thirty four. He was hooping. Him and uh, Terrence Ross had you know twenty three because Terrence Ross yeah. had a a green light yeah. the whole fourth quarter. But yeah, he he got streaky. It's it's but what that, we thought. That was yeah. one of the things, you know, we we mentioned was that defense. They are they are yeah, who we thought they were. Gonna look like. I mean, yeah. Even Cole Anthony score a lot of points, give up a lot of points. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, so that's really all. Yeah. It's going on in the NBA. You know, the NBA. I feel like around this time of the year with the NBA, it's it's just, it's just like the MLB. There's games on every day. There's nothing crazy happening unless there's a huge trade or something. So. Um, as I know, Kyrie could have came back today, but he his body he he wasn't conditioned to come back. Was what was what was put out. <laughs> I respect it. What do you AKA, <laughs> he's probably still throwing it, still throwing a fit. I respect. Somewhere. That, I respect. That. <laughs> uh, let's <laughs> let's uh let's go ahead and just get into oh, some yeah. shout out, shout out to the next first start with. Round of applause. Uh, who went first last time? Was it me? Probably you. Yeah. All right. Go, go ahead. ahead. I think so. I think it's my first. My time to go first. 
All right, yeah. My round of applause was going to go to uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, not even for the performance he did against the Magic, for him just being level-headed during this whole Kyrie Irving situation and really being that, that leader probably the team needs. You know, Kyrie's gone, but KD's still there, so they're looking at him as a leader, and he's still producing and stuff like that. So, to me, it's more than just a game, obviously. Like, you, someone needs to step up. And yeah. now the Nets is Kevin Durant's team, in my eyes. Like, when I think of the Nets now, it's Kevin Durant's team. He's that, that alpha male that probably those young players look at for guidance and stuff like very that. Nice. So, very nice. Very um, nice. Go Kevin ahead. Durant. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Um, my round of applause is going to go to Bills Mafia. Uh, after the Bills beat the Ravens, you know, they didn't go out and completely just slander the Ravens, anything like that. Didn't talk shit about Lamar or anything. Instead, what they did is they all came together and they donated $360,000 to Lamar Jackson's charity back in Louisville. Um, that was one thing that was pretty cool. Uh, the second is prior to the game, uh, Marlon Humphreys tweeted that he didn't know, like, if chicken wings originated in Buffalo. And I feel like that is like an area where if you're from Buffalo or just someone that just eats chicken wings in general, you're going to be like, what do you mean? They're called Buffalo wings for a reason, you know? But actually, yeah. I actually learned a history lesson yeah. on wings from this tweet also because I went into the mentions to see what the comments were. And it was a bunch of Bill's Mafia and they were just basically educating him. All he needed to know about wings that you don't, it's not called Buffalo wings. You can tell someone's a tourist if they're calling it Buffalo wings, they call it chicken wings in Buffalo. And the best wings are either at anchor bar or at Duff's. Like they were telling them where to go to get the best ones and everything. So that was pretty cool. So round of applause for uh, superb sportsmanship to Bill's mafia. All right. Um, my round of applause is going to be a little bit, not one of the sports we've covered today. My round of applause is going to go to Max Holloway for the the, the show he put on on Saturday against the uh you know my boy Calvin Cater. You Max went out there and dominated the number six ranked yeah the number six ranked guy in the in the world at put hands on him and um it it looked like a different Max. He took the fight put hands on him the start you know he landed he threw. Over 700 punches in that fight. The fight didn't hit the ground that one time. Uh, Max Holloway landed 447 total strikes, which took Cater's 134. Um, he, you know, he he took the fight very personal. You could tell, like even towards the whole promo leading up to it was how good Calvin Cater's boxing was, and you know, would Max be able to be able to outbox him? And in the fifth round, with about a minute left. Max Holloway was talking to the commentary team, telling him to run his numbers up, put his stats up. He he punched Calvin Cater in the face, yelled out he's the best boxer in the UFC while not looking at him, punched him again, was still talking to the commentary team, and and uh, dodged like four punches and punched him again. He ended up winning the fight 50-42. to 42. Two judges gave him, and one judge gave him a 50-43 for, that would be a, uh, Four ten eight rounds, which is unheard of. So Max Holloway, you know, reintroduced himself on. He's a bad motherfucker. 
So, yeah. Put put the fist in his face. Same, he was beating the hell out of him. Same time, shout out to Calvin Cater for how it tough he is. Bad. No, no knockdowns in that fight. Actually, he didn't look. He man, that man fight. was knocked out on his feet. I showed you the vi- I showed you the video from my own boys in the hood Look, when uh, Trey Cuban Gooder Jr. was just swinging in the air. That's exactly what he I hope like. he was just for that fight to be on ABC. Life, I hope bro, people dude. who don't normally give it a chance or watch it watched it because that was a good fight to kind of get into. It was very entertaining. No groundwork. It was just yeah. a war standing up. It was a uh, really good fight. So yeah, Max Holloway is yeah. gonna get my round of applause for the week. UFC two fifty seven this weekend, by the way. Yeah, Poirier Connor makes McGregor. his yeah McGregor makes his return after literally a I year. Think, I think last time he fought was against Donald Cerrone to start the year off last year. I think everyone uh, is uh, really looking forward to this card. This is you know the 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 trending UFC fight because it's a fighter that everyone knows, right? Yeah. Um, fun fact too. Also, this will be the second time they fought. The first time they fought. They'll be fighting this one at 155. Um, they fought, I want to say it was like four years ago, I think. Could be a little bit longer. They fought at 145, and McGregor knocked him out in the first round, I believe. Um, McGregor made mm. a prediction that he's going to knock him out inside of 60 seconds, but hopes that it's a war. But what 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 you tell me about um, what you, uh, Dustin? What'd you tell me? He did, he didn't lose a Oh yeah, he's a rematch. He hasn't he hasn't lost a rematch in his career. He's two and zero technically in, in rematches. One of those being Max Holloway. Um yeah, two years ago he beat Max Holloway in a rematch and the other one was um Man, I can't remember off the top of my head. I'll get back to it though. I'll it'll come back to me. But yeah, he, he tends to do well in, in rematches and Connor's had a very long time off. So Yeah, so that's gonna, that's gonna be a good fight. Be, yeah, definitely gonna be tuned in. Connor sure. needs his fight more than Poirier does because uh-huh. Connor's lost in realistically three out of his last four, I believe, mm. or three out of his last five. With obviously losing to Khabib, he lost to Nate Diaz one time, beat Nate, and then beat Cerrone. So he's two and two in his last four fights. Okay. So, All right. This is definitely a big one for for Mr. Yeah, and McGregor. Yeah, Thomas is gonna have a lot Thomas of fans watching. Thomas will give us a nice little recap on uh, next week's show. Uh, once we you know break down the UFC fight, uh, we're also gonna be breaking down what's gonna happen for the AFC and NFC Championship games. So make sure you tune into that show. Uh, we have two more segments, and uh, we're gonna start off with top three. So last week we did uh, our first ever top three segment, and it was top three college uniforms. We're going to keep it on uh, the spectrum of college football. Uh, We're going to do top three college teams of our lifetime. So since we've been watching college football, so that spans at least 20 20 years, I'd say, for for each of us. About that. I started watching college about... I want to say about, yeah, about 05, yeah, like Thomas okay. said, 05, 06, around that time. Okay, yeah. so a little bit later for y'all. Um, yeah. You know, us SEC people, you know, we watch that shit in our diapers. And we were <laughs> it, so, no. Um, <laughs> but uh, we started off with Q for a round of applause. We'll start off with Thomas. Uh, Thomas, give us your third 
the number three for your top three. Are, are we just doing we'll one up. one team at a time here? One team at a time. All right. Oh, I like all that. Right, I like that. Right. My number three team is going to be uh, it's the 2014 Buckeyes. The first year the playoff happened. Yes, Ooh. because they won the national championship. But <laughs> when you go back through the roster and look at the team, look at the people that were on the roster, like Eli Apple was up there. Um, Von Bell, who's you know a starter in the league. Joey, Joey Bosa Wilson. was on that team. Yeah, Elliot, Joey Bosa was on that team. Michael Zeke Thomas. was on that team. Michael Thomas. Look, man, I'm getting to it, man. You, I'm going down my list, man. <laughs> hey, you, you move, you move too uh, slow, boss. Pat Eichlin, Zeke, uh, you know, Darren Lee, Raquan McMillan, it, uh, Garyon Conley was on that team. They just, they had a lot of NFL talent on that team. So, you know, yes. it's it's more so based off the talent they had on the team more so than them just winning the championship. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that okay. team. That was, a, that was a great team. Uh, right Q, go ahead. Press the Rayquan McMillan, boy. That's my dog. <laughs> All right, my number, my number three team is the 2011 West Virginia Mountaineers, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Geno, Tavon, oh, yeah. and Stepman. They, they also had Bruce Irvin. Oh, uh, man, they in, did. But, I I ain't really care about him. I'm talking about that that offensive talent. They went, I think that year they went uh ten and three. They beat Norfolk State, beat the hell out of Norfolk State, fifty five twelve. You had to, uh, did you go to that Norfolk game? State. Nah, I didn't. They, they beat the hell out of them. But um, it was just such an exciting offense, especially with Tavon Austin. Like I said, it's the best college player I ever seen in my lifetime. Like Tavon is. He was on a different level in college, man. Um, is that the year that Geno started like the first week of the season throwing eight touchdowns or something like that? No, no, no. The first first week they they beat Marshall thirty four. Oh, I say I remember so. there was I remember one time Geno Smith threw like eight touchdowns in a in a game. He, that he had me convinced on that game. I was like, oh, he's winning the Heisman. I said, he but, going but in the one. Orange Bowl they did beat Clemson. They beat Clemson in the Orange Bowl seventy to thirty three. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my number, my number three. Right, AJ, hey, right. uh, my number three. I'm going the 2008 Florida Gators. Motherfucker. For your number, number three? three? Yeah. Wow, that's so disrespectful. <laughs> no, there, trust me. There's there's a lot better teams out there. I mean, when you put this team on paper, I mean, they had NFL players all over the field, but they also had just a lot of issues. You know, Look, um, we don't care about the issues. Yeah, we Hernandez, care about what happened on the field. <laughs> to name a, a well, couple. Um, you also got to think they had Cam Newton as their backup quarterback at the time. Uh, yeah. But regardless of the characters on their team, they performed at an extremely high level. They averaged over 43 points a game, and they only allowed less than 13 points a game. And, I mean, Urban Meyer, you know, that's all you really got to say. They were the yeah. perfect – Urban Meyer was a perfect coach to lead that team. Also, they had Joe Hayden as well. Um, their whole de- – their defense had 26 interceptions, and Joe Hayden led that. Um, even in their national championship game, the defense held an offense that averages over 50 points a game to only 14. They could have wow. beaten any team that they wanted that year. In many different ways. All right, Thomas, give us your give us your second. All right, my number two team is gonna be uh, I got that that 2012 Alabama team. Alabama. You know they shoot, 
that team had some, uh, shout out, they had Cheeseburger, Eddie Lacy up there, you know, TJ Yeldon, Kenyon Drake, they won the, they won the championship that year too on top of that. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was, uh, I think that was the year they, that's the year they smacked up Notre Dame and, uh, Manti Teo's invisible girlfriend, but that just pure, pure dominance. Yeah, they lost a game that year. I think it was to, uh, Texas A&M as a matter of fact. Somebody yep. might be able to fact check me. I think it was the Johnny Manziel team. Johnny Manziel. But yeah. that that team, it was crazy, bro. They had uh, Amari Cooper was on that team. That was when Cyrus Jones was just a freshman getting there. It was you know dom dominance by Bama. Nick Saban. Nick Saban was just doing his thing out there, man. So that's that's my number two team. Okay. 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 I like that one. Roll Tide. <laughs> my number two team is that 2013. Florida State Seminoles, baby. That's a good one. Okay. Man, I just got to say one thing. They put up 80 on Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> they put up 80 points on Idaho. That is nuts, bro. But, yeah, that Florida, that Florida State team, that was a, a great team. They beat Auburn in the Rose Bowl in the championship. Beat them 34-31. Good close game, but... Just looking out during that season, just pure dominance. They were scoring in the 40s, 50s, 60s every game. But once again, they put up 80 points in in a football game, bro. Like that that blows my mind. Like and they just had so many great players and Jameis Winston, Devontae Freeman, Rashad Green, Nick O'Leary, Kelvin hey, Benjamin, Jalen Ramsey. Derwin. Like, Did they have Derwin James that time? No, nah, no, nah, that's was too early, I think. No. Nah. Too early? He might have been a freshman, if anything. Yeah, he was a youngin'. But, ooh. Like, Ronald Darby, P.J. Williams. Um, who else was there? Nick O'Leary, I already said him. He, Bobby Hart. Yeah, I was like, let my man Nick O'Leary get some <laughs> Give him two, two call-outs. That's what I like. Yeah, but, yeah. So, my second team going to 2013 Florida State Central. Y'all, y'all keeping it in the – Oh, and, and Telvin Smith. Got to yeah, shot my man Telvin. out, baby. Y'all are y'all are keeping it in the 2010s. I'm going back to the 2000s for my second team. I'm going the 2004 USC Trojans. Oh, thank God. Had, <laughs> uh, Reggie Bush. That's all you need to know. That's all you have right. to say. <laughs> uh, which I mean, Matt Liner and Reggie Bush because they were both Heisman winners. Um, they were absolutely stomping teams every time they played them. They were beating teams by an average score of over. 25 points a game they had i mean so you think back to you know miami when they had you know they had the most swagger of any team the 2001 miami team the trojans had their own kind of swagger because they had all different kinds of celebrities on their sidelines in the games and practices i mean that whole team they were treated like they were actual celebrities and even though they got stripped of their national championship game their, their title uh i mean they beat oklahoma by 36 points they might as well have just kept it you know <laughs> um but yeah the dominant 2004 usc trojan that's going to be my number two all right hey shot my man lindell white out too yeah facts you know they were thunder and lightning yeah look it's funny you picked usc as your number two because my number one team is that 2005 Texas team. Texas, yep. Oh, yeah. um, 
controversy. So, of course, you know, <laughs> they ended up beating USC in that that thrilling game, you know, 41 to 38 to win the national championship. You know, everybody remembers Vince Young scoring the scoring the game winning touchdown. Um, yeah, yeah. But you think about that season, man, for for Texas. They went on the road week two at two Columbus against number four Ohio State and one on the road. They then they played number twenty four Colorado one forty two to seventeen. The next week number ten Texas Tech one fifty two to seventeen. You know, mm. they're putting about outrageous number. And you thought they were done with Colorado come the Big Ten or the Big Twelve championship. They won seventy to three in the Big Ten <laughs> championship. You know, it's and they beat arguably, at least in our lifetime, one of the best teams that been assembled in college which would be usc they came out and beat them in the national championship as well yeah. um vince young you know could have reggie bush won the heisman even though he vacated it but very easily could have went to to vince young that year it's texas texas to me got to be that i don't even like texas that's the bad thing <laughs> they just <laughs> that team was just dominant from all all ends of all aspects of football made them dominant. So that's why I got the 2005 team is uh, Texas, my number one. All right, my number one college team is that 2015 Alabama Crimson Tide football, baby. Looking at it, yeah, they lost to Ole Miss that year, but boy, they had a bounce back. They came back two weeks later, beat number eight Georgia when I was while they was ranked number thirteen. Beat number nine Texas A and M. Beat number two LSU, which really put them back in the rankings. They beat Auburn, which is always a, a big thing. They beat them at Jordan Air. They beat the life out of Michigan State <laughs> in the playoffs, thirty-eight zero, and then went to win the uh, college championship. 45-40 against Clemson. Just some names on that team. Just start from the defense. They had Eddie Jackson, Ronnie Harrison, Marlon Humphrey, Minka Fitzpatrick, Tony Brown, Rashad Evans, Reggie Ragland, Reuben Foster, Sean Dion Hamilton, Ryan Anderson, Tim, Tim Williams, Cyrus Jones, Jabril Watt. All these dudes are in the NFL, bro. Sean Robinson, Jonathan Allen, Darren Payne, Jerry Reed, like Dalvin Thomas and Deshaun, that's just on the defense. All those dudes are in the field right now. On the offense, Calvin Ridley, Derrick Henry, Keon Drake, Damian Harris, they had J.K. Scott, my favorite <laughs> punter, <laughs> Darius Stewart, like O.J. Howard. It's, it's so much talent on that team, man. And the fact that 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 L almost made me choose a different team. But just to see them bounce back the way they did and to go and win that national championship, that's why they're my number one team. Something in common with them and uh, 2008 Florida Gators, they both lost to Ole Miss and then ended up winning the national championship. Mm. A little, little factoid okay. there. Um, okay, okay. My number one team. You like a, you like a snapper. <laughs> <Right. laughs> he, he can only do it for college football. That's the only one he can do it for. And wings, apparently. Oh, boy. My boy is snapping. My number one team. Now, this is going to be a little controversial to what my argument was last week. But uh, I'm going with 2019 LSU Tigers. Um, 
You can't be serious. I'm a hundred percent serious. Can, can we get a flag? Can we clip what? a flashback in to la what you said from last week? Can is that possible? What? Can we do I that? Can, I because I mean you it is. Say Alabama but I'm just them. gonna go ahead and say that I was gonna say that Alabama would beat them by like three scores. But you know what? I I had to. I listened to that. I got some heat for it. I went back, did some research. I was wrong. Okay. A I accept. <laughs> I accept that I was wrong. I apologize to anyone that I offended. I accept that I was wrong. But let me get back to <laughs> this 2019 LSU team that I just did some freaking research on for the past like three or four days. Uh, Joe Burrow, greatest college quarterback of all time. He's the golden standard in college football for probably the next few decades. He had over 5,600 yards passing with a completion percentage mm. of 76.3%. He had 65 touchdowns with the most touchdowns by a quarterback in a single season. He also broke the record for most passing touchdowns in a playoff game with five. Um, not only was he the Heisman winner, uh, he proved it because he had so many Heisman moments. And, of course, the one that just sticks out in my head was in the SEC championship game where he was draped with – Georgia defenders on him. He danced around in the pocket and he just heaved one of the best passes I think he threw all season at Justin Jefferson for like a 75-yard touchdown. That's going to go down as probably the best play that he'll ever have in his career. Um, also, just to take away from Joe Burrow, LSU as a whole, they beat seven ranked teams. And out of those seven teams, four of them, they beat by double digits. So... Mm. They, their level of dominance compared to everyone else was completely unmatched. I don't know if we'll ever see a team as good as we saw in this LSU team, but it's, it's going to be a while, um, in my opinion. 2020 Bama was close. But their the defense didn't match no, up, bro. No, they didn't. They that's, didn't. That's, the, that's the difference. That was the main thing. Bama had a, LSU yeah. wasn't giving up 30, 40 points to fucking, who do you say, Mississippi State and shit? <laughs> so. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm taking LSU for my number one college team um, that I've ever seen play. Okay, right. okay, Mm-mm. I like that one. You finally came around to your senses. I had to have my coming to Jesus yeah. moment. And I was Someone wrong. smacked you. I was wrong. Uh, last segment we're gonna get into for the show. This is episode number seven. Best player to wear the number seven. Oh, which I believe it's. I think, am I first? No, I think you went first for round of applause. Thomas okay. went first for best, so I'm going to so, go yeah, first. So, yeah, you go first. This. Uh-oh. Now, this, is a, this is a controversial pick. And not a lot of people are going to like this pick because of his past. Um, you take it as what you will. Uh, but I'm going to go, <laughs> and this is based on typically what he did in the NFL and also as – someone that I idolized growing up until his issue, and that's Michael Vick. Um, Number seven in Atlanta is christened by Michael Vick. I can't believe they let Koo take that number. I guess it's because of what happened. Um, But, I mean, four-time Pro Bowler, not just with Atlanta. That was with Atlanta and Philadelphia. NFL Comeback Player of the Year in 2010. The dude absolutely just set – a new standard, a new breed for the dual threat quarterback. 
Like there was no one doing it like him. You could probably throw Randall Cunningham up there. Maybe John Elway also because they both did rush a lot, but they weren't they weren't doing it like Michael Vick. Yeah, they, they weren't, weren't doing it like, like Michael Vick. You're talking about a guy who completely put an entire city on his back from the time he came in. I mean, Falcons games, if you ever if you're listening to the show and you were ever able to go see Michael Vick play in real life, especially in Atlanta during the time where he was peak one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Everyone watched Michael Vick. I mean, it, it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. You had every single rapper from Atlanta you could think of that was at that game. Michael Vick doing what he does best, just running all over the field, juking dudes out, freaking slide-juking people, throwing dots <laughs> like 80 yards down the field. Uh, there's not much more I can say. He is uh, what a lot of dual-threat quarterbacks have sought out to be and kind of what they're foreshadowing now is, you know, we have Lamar Jackson. Um, and Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, a lot of these guys. Daniel Jones. <laughs> I would say, Daniel Jones yeah, I'd say a lot there. of these guys got some of their game from watching Michael Vick and what he could do. So that's who I'm going with. Number seven, Michael Vick. Ooh, I like that one. All right, Q, you want to go ahead and go nice. second? Yeah. So my best player to wear number seven. It's the strong arm righty out of Stanford University who came in second in the Heisman to Herschel Walker big back ass. <laughs> the number one pick in the 1983 draft, John Elway. Hall of Famer, nine-time pro bowler, two-time Super Bowl champ, one-time MVP, was awarded the Walter Payton Man of the Year in 1992, has a record of 140 wins to only 82 losses. For his career, had over 51,000 yards, 300 touchdowns, and has 31 fourth-quarter comebacks and 40 game-winning drives. But he did not win the rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, and I want y'all to guess who won that in 1983. Offensive rookie of the year in 1983. Yes, sir. And it's it's a Hall of Famer also. Quarterback or running back? No, it's got to be one of the other quarterbacks who was drafted. It's also a Hall of Famer. So you oh, said God. MVP in 1983? No, Rookie of the Year. No, um, yeah, Rookie of the Year. His uh, year. Um, quarterback. Who was it that? was a quarterback, right? Hey, just give me some names, man. I just want some names. I already know. Uh, I mean, we, we was yeah. talking about him earlier, Thomas. We mean today? Sounds, yeah. It's not like. I'm not to be honest with you. I don't know. Hey, Another who, quarterback? Nah, SMU, Thomas. Is it Eric? It's not Eric Dickerson, yeah. is it? It's Eric Dickerson. It is. Okay. Yeah. Really? So that's. I yeah. thought you said it was quarterback, so that, but I was no, like, I, I, I no, 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 no. I was. I, oh, yeah. Okay, I, my fault, my fault. I didn't want to give y'all no hints. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to SMU. Yeah. That was that was a great draft class, man. Yeah, you said yeah. SMU, and that immediately I was not, like, I don't know anyone else but Eric yeah, Dickerson. Not, <laughs> yeah, not even all quarterbacks, but they had some some talent at that drive. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, that's um, a pretty good dude man. to uh, lose rookie of the year to. Yeah, <laughs> oh, right. Sure. Uh, but he <laughs> traded it for all his Super Bowls, so. Yeah, for those, for <laughs> those two. I mean, he lost it all with his terrible GM decisions, but. 
that doesn't yeah, affect man, what he, I was gonna mention that, that what he did as yeah, a player. I yeah, I didn't want to say nothing. <laughs> All right, so um, my best player to wear number seven. You know, normally we go basketball, football. I'm gonna take a different route. Uh, I'm gonna go soccer, and my Uh-oh. my number seven is uh Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, man, he's got whew, total in his career. He's got 748 goals. 226 assists you know I, I believe he's the all now he's either second in all-time scoring for Portugal or he's first now um he's had 56 hat tricks in his career oh man he's a five-time Ballon d'Or winner three-time UEFA uh UEFA men's player of the year he was La Liga's best player in 2013 a five-times champion uh Champions League winner He's been award to the to the World Eleven for FIFA 14 times, won seven domestic cups, been named the best FIFA men's player three times, and he was also won the Premier League Player of the Season twice while he was at Manchester United. Um, he's been somebody who's played in essentially the the top three, you know, countries in the world when you think of top divisions of soccer. He dominated at Manchester United for the Prem. Dominated at, Ronaldo, at Real Madrid for La Liga, and now he's doing the same thing over in Serie A for Juventus. At and he's 35 and no signs of slowing down. Um, the only thing he's really missing at this point is a World Cup. But even without the World Cup, he's still just been so dominant. Yeah. He's out jumping goalies, and goalies are allowed to use their hands. You know, <laughs> it's like the man was built in a lab. Um, I think you know. When everything's said and done, he he might go down as one of the best soccer players of all time, but for sure, might what might he already is? <laughs> I yeah, I mean you get people on both sides of the fence, him or Messi. You got some of the older guys, Pele and all them dudes, um, but for sure he's gonna easily be the best soccer player to wear number seven when it's all said and done. Even now, yeah. not even all said and done. Now he is. <clears throat> so. You know that's how how my, how we're gonna finish off the argument. You know, Ronaldo number seven. Okay. Uh, the goat. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna go. I like in, that. I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna go Ronaldo too. Granted, I, I love Vic. Phenomenal player. He's not I, the best to wear. I don't. But in my. Yeah. I, again, I, this to be honest, is, I don't think Vic gonna be in the Hall of Fame. This is in a. I. I mean, if they're keeping out all the roid heads, then I don't see them putting Vic in. It just feels like anyone that has some kind of pass, regardless if no, they write their wrong. No. I, I mean, Ray Lewis, but you know, allegedly, allegedly, yeah. not, allegedly. Not Ray Lewis. Like they, they, they taking the point. If you just got into a fight with the media now, they'd be putting it into arguments yeah. and stuff. Hey, like To, To yeah. took ben three times. Should have been in. Yeah, but just looking at Vic numbers, I. I don't see him going I mean, to the like He missed some time, yeah. too. The so. only way I would see it is mainly because just him being a pioneer for the game. Yeah, he yeah. took what Randall Cunningham I mean, cool did and did it on a whole completely different level. He, yeah. Way this athleticism was on another spectrum. And he definitely – he even had that uh, – you remember the video they did for the, the Michael Vick experience? That was <laughs> – that dude, is still <laughs> the best commercial <laughs> That Nike's ever done. Well, I don't want to say ever. Oh. Probably one of their best football commercials that they've ever done. Yeah, I say because Nike, Nike, yeah, it's, it's one of the best commercials. football ones. Put some good commercials out. 
Yeah, that shit was hype. I said because they did get but that yeah. good Vic, World Vic Cup was definitely too. RV's yeah, time. Vic was definitely a trendsetter, man. He yeah. he definitely helped the game. Him, Chad Johnson, T.O. <laughs> open. Just players like that. Yeah, during that time, definitely helped the game. Just more excitement and stuff like that. Uh, no, I'm going Vic. Because <laughs> he's from Virginia, man. I, I'm going Vic, dog. I, I can't go against my 757, bro. I, Ronaldo don't even know my name, probably. He... He don't know where Virginia hey, Beach wait, at. The, clo- the uh, closest I've been to Vic is I don't know if you were with us, Q, when we went to um, we went to the Lansdown football game over at the sports. Oh Plex, yeah, he was there. He was there. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. He was there because his old high school coach was is Lansdown's. That was the uh, that was the real coach. real cold night we were out there. It was freezing uh-huh. out there. You know, the closest I've ever been to a Vic oh, was uh, Marcus Vic. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to I've been to some Vic camps and stuff like that. Like it's it's real cool. Um, there are some decent honorable mentions. There's at least one extremely good one uh, for the number seven, and that is uh, Mickey Mantle, Lamar Odom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's Mickey Mantle uh, for the Yankees, uh, oh, baseball no. Hall of Famer for one, a twenty-time All Star. Seven-time World Series champion. He won the Triple Crown in 1956 and Gold Glove Award winner in 1962. You know what? I'm going to put Lamar Odom up there, too, because Lamar Odom was, yeah, out, there put, Lamar Lamar Odom. Odom was out there hooping with the Kardashian curse. Yeah, Lamar Odom. That's an underrated yeah, he, guy he, right he was there, like, He was a point he's forward gotta, before it was cool to be a point forward. He's got to be like 30-something on the all-time list. <laughs> he probably not even yeah, that's that's just, right. Lamar Odom was out there you know Laker fans love Lamar Odom because that man was he could handle the rock he could he could score he could defend yeah, he was a, actually a, who was on crack, was on crack. <laughs> I'm very interested to see actually where this game lands on like oh my I god cool bro. I just want to see this real quick dude fun fact does can anybody name oh, what college god. Lamar Odom went to no Anyway, he's going? not even. He's nah. not even in the top thirty, bro. There's no, there's no point. Elton Brand is above this give, dude. How dare they? Well, they wow. yeah. Give give me a, give me a conference. Um, dang, what conference are they in? It's a small conference. I know they're in the conference with Seton small Hall conference. and all them. Seton Hall. Up north, man. Seton Hall's up north. I'm Saint gonna go. John's? Wrong. Providence. No, you're close enough though. It's, it's a URI. Oh, he went yeah, to Rhode Island. University of Rhode Island. Oh wow. I don't know. I was gonna say yeah, I was gonna say Providence or um the one Doug McDermott went to. I forgot the name. That oh Creighton. Creighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creighton. Yeah. I don't know why I wouldn't have thought Thomas would have brought up some Homer shit like that. Facts. <laughs> Dang man, bro. He's. A, <laughs> I'm gonna just guess. Bro, he's like the only. He's like the oh. only one from the school who made it. <laughs> <laughs> they had Jer- a Jared Terrell went there too. He was part of the Jimmy Butler, uh, the infamous Jimmy Butler practice squad. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's okay. gonna do it all for today's show. Oh, man. <laughs> we we appreciate you listening. <laughs> God dang it, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's gonna do it for today's show. We appreciate y'all listening. Uh, if you can, give us a like, a follow, subscribe. Um, you can reach out to us, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're all there. Um, we will be back next week. Uh, we're changing our days to Monday for recording. 
Um, so we'll be back on Monday for a, a conference championship recap. And we'll have some UFC recap with Thomas. Woo! And whatever the hell else comes up uh, comes up from now until then, all right? Make sure to let us know about any of our blasphemous takes. Oh. And also, um, keep keep checking uh, Thomas' Twitter because he's about to do the uh, busting challenge. <laughs> oh. Hey. <laughs> hey, they, they be calling me thickums out here. Hey, 50, 50 streams of this show. We'll get Thomas to do the Busset Challenge. Oh, All right. 50 I'll streams. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 streams. <laughs> hey, screen, screenshot it and send it. Send it to post it something. Let us know. Let us know that you did it. 50 streams. I'll, I'll get out there and I'll do it. Yeah, sh- shout out to us and just let us know that you watch and we'll, uh, we'll keep tallies. 50 streams. Doesn't matter when we hit it. Doesn't have to be before next week. 50 streams for this show. We'll get a video of Thomas doing the Buster Challenge. Look, man, hey, there's a little bit of cutoff, man. Hey, this can't be like three months down the road. You guys get it within three months, I'll do it. <laughs> we'll give it We'll give it a month. How about all that? right, all a right, month. I can do a month. 50 streams for a month. All right. Man, I'm about to advertise the hell out of this show after this. Bro. Look, hey, we get it. We get 100. We're getting, we're getting the other two to do it with me. 100? 100. Uh, you guys got to do it with me. I'll do it with you, bro. I got all you, right, bet, all right. bet. That's a gesture, guys promise right there all three of us doing the busted challenge 100 streams oh, in a man. month my damn knees man <laughs> all right <laughs> all right man shoot oh man all right y'all uh we'll see y'all next week all right guys